Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk with you all about overcoming temptation. So recently, I've been finding myself just facing temptation in the areas of lustful thoughts from my past. But I found myself, you know, in the past couple of days, just facing these thoughts. And the moment that they came, the mistake that I made was that I was entertaining those thoughts. And I was thinking to myself, God, like, why am I having these thoughts? Why am I having these temptations? Why am I having these desires? And in the middle of my alone time, God was reminding me that I don't have to figure out why these things are coming in or necessarily even get rid of the temptation, right? The Lord was showing me and reminding me that temptation flees as we flee from temptation. I feel like many times when we're facing with temptation, especially when it comes to our thoughts, because temptation always starts with our thoughts, it can be easy for us to try to get rid of that thought or to try to get rid of that desire. But instead of just trying to figure out the source or trying to get rid of it, just don't think about it, flee from it, right? Don't entertain it, don't press into those thoughts. Galatians 5, 16 and 18 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Right, like that, that sentence right there, I'm gonna read the rest of it, but I wanna stop right there. That's very important. Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So what is Paul saying here? He's basically saying that when we choose to walk by the Spirit, right, and do good, we will not gratify the desires of our flesh. So instead of trying to, to get rid of the desires of our flesh, just don't gratify it. Don't follow what your flesh is leading you to, but instead just choose to walk by the Spirit. Because ultimately, we all have to make the choice to do the right thing, to walk by the Spirit. It's not like God gave us the Holy Spirit and now we're robots. We still have a choice, but now we have discernment. We have conviction, right? We get to be led by the Holy Spirit, but now we need to choose to walk according to the Spirit. And so when the Lord was showing this to me, I realized like, wow, like I didn't have to be wondering or thinking, where are these thoughts coming from? Why am I experiencing these things? Or even giving into it. Instead, I can choose to walk by the Spirit and say, that's not who I am, right? That's not who God, that's not what Jesus did on the cross for me to go back to darkness and just walk by the Spirit. And the moment I started doing that, I realized, wow, yeah, the, the temptations and everything just, just fled away. You know, they no longer tormented me. And best of all, I did not give in to those things. So overcoming temptation starts with fleeing from temptation, right? Overcoming temptation doesn't mean that we try to get rid of the desire of our flesh, but just means that we simply turn the other way and walk according to the Spirit. We turn completely away from sin and not draw closer to it. I want to finish reading Galatians 5, um, so from 16 to 18. So it says, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So Paul continuously here emphasizes that we must keep in step with the Spirit. Because the reality is we are not in our glorified bodies. We are still in the flesh, but we are also filled with the Holy Spirit for those who have accepted Jesus and live in Him. 
right? And so there's always going to be that constant battle, right? Especially like, you know, even in, in scripture, it talks about how true religion is keeping yourself pure, right? Keeping yourself from being corrupted by the world. The things that we see on social media, movies, videos, those can be temptations. And that's when we have to realize, no, that's not what I'm called to look at. That's not what I'm called to walk in. And I'm going to walk this way, even if I feel tempted, even if my flesh feels like it wants what is evil, we now have the Holy Spirit and we can choose to walk in what's right. When the Holy Spirit lives in us, he now gives us a new perspective where we can see where back then we're blind, but he opens up our eyes to be able to see what true life is, right? Where purity is, to even know and value what purity is. James 4, 7 is another great verse and it says, Submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so even in James, it makes it so clear that when we resist the devil, he will flee, right? All we have to do is just resist him, right? And resisting means that we don't give in, that we don't walk towards what is evil, but that we resist him. And by resisting him, we are submitting ourselves to God. And so temptation really, it's, it's something that a lot of us get so scared the moment we hear it. But we all have the ability right, by the power of God to be able to overcome temptation. In fact, God even says in scripture that there is no temptation that can overtake us. Like God will never tempt us beyond what we can bear. And so understand whatever you're going through, you just have to resist, right? You have to make the choice to say, I want to resist. Second Timothy 2.22 says, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So we have to make the active choice every single day to flee from what is evil and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, right? We have to have a heart that is pursuing righteousness where our heart is set upon, I want to please the Lord. I want to pursue righteousness. And you know, this all comes down to actually valuing and understanding what Jesus did for you. This was something that God was also showing me too and reminding me that what Jesus did on the cross for me is so much more valuable than anything else in this world. And when we understand what Jesus truly did on the cross, that he saved us and, and that he has now given us righteousness and purity, we would be valuing that rather than thinking about going wayward. You know, because whenever we talk about purity, we tend to be like, oh yeah, I have to be pure or I have to do these things. But when you understand the value right, the value of what Jesus did for you, the value of purity, you wouldn't see that, you know, the pursuit of purity in such a way that is dreadful. And the Lord had given me a dream that um, I felt was so prophetic and felt like it was really timely to share with you all. Um, but in the dream, my mother had given me a dog and I had this knowing that it was a, Dalma a Dalmatian dog. However, I was so confused because in the dream, I remember the dog was all white and we know that Dalmatians have like spots. Dogs usually have black spots all around. Well, anyways, my mom gives me this dog. It's the only puppy in the litter. And, she, and I just remember this puppy being so valuable. I was like, oh my gosh. But for some reason in the dream, I was going around um, trying to find Carilla to give it to her. So if you know the movie, 101 Dalmatians, Carilla is, represents, you know, the evil, evil woman. So you can almost think of her as the devil, representing the devil in my dream. And so, you know, after waking up in the dream, it wasn't until much later that I realized like, wow, like God was actually trying to speak something into me in that dream by showing me that that white dog was pure. It had no spots, right? And that represents what Jesus has given to us, purity and righteousness. Jesus is a spotless lamb. 
And, you know, this dream was obviously for me as a warning for myself, but I also feel like it's applicable to those listening here. Because, you know, many times when we are tolerating, you know, whether it's lust or any form of darkness, we're basically giving away the beautiful gift of purity and righteousness that Jesus gave to us, right? Like that dog, that the fact that it was all white represents purity, was spotless and blameless. It was gifted to me to hold on to. But, you know, when we give into sin, it's like we're basically giving the enemy, you know, what Jesus did for us. He died on the cross for our sins so that we could have redemption and we can be with Jesus and have connection, restoration, and a true intimate relationship and eventually eternal life, right? But many times the enemy wants us to think about the things of the flesh, which is darkness, because that is sin. We were all born into sin and sin is all dark. And the enemy wants us to give in to sin and to give up that beautiful gift that Jesus has given us. And so I just want you know to remind you and I pray that those who are listening, that you would be reminded that the gift that Jesus has given us is so precious and we are to hold on to it. Right? We are not to give it away, but we are to walk in holiness, to be holy because God is holy. And to understand that the gift of purity is the most beautiful thing of all. And I wanna read this verse here. It's in 1 Peter 1, 16 and 19. It says, Be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. So I love this passage because right here, it makes it so clear that we've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, right? And it compares the blood of Jesus with things that are perishable, such as silver and gold. And when we think about silver and gold, those are valuable things. But the blood of Jesus is even more valuable than that because gold and silver will perish, right? When, whenever the world does, whenever Jesus comes back and the world comes to an end, everything that we see will fade away. And only one thing will stand and it's his word and Jesus himself and those who live in him and believe in him. And so understand that what Jesus has given us is so special. It's something to be treasured, right? And so instead of viewing it as like, oh yeah, I have to be pure, see it as an honor, like God has given you this gift, right? And he's asked us now to walk in it. And in this passage, it even makes a contrast, right? Like you have been redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you. Right, the life that we had before Christ was so empty. It's only leading to death. Sin leads to death. When we die, literally, we're going to be going apart from the Lord into hell, into, into eternal death. Right? There's nothing good about it. But what Jesus did for us and what he's given us now is something so special that we get to steward and be a light for others to see and point others to Jesus. Romans 13, 14 reminds us, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. And do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. Like, I like that, you know, like we shouldn't be thinking of ways to gratify ourselves in the flesh. The moment those thoughts come, immediately stop, right? Stop thinking about those things and just turn around and do good, right? Walk by the Spirit. And that's simply all we have to do. And, you know, asking the Lord too for strength, like, God, give me a revelation of your love. God, give me a revelation of what you did for me. Because the more we understand what Jesus did for us, we will not go back, right? Like scripture even makes it clear that it's the goodness of God that leads man to repentance. And we need that revelation every single day. We have to have fresh revelation of what Jesus did on the cross. 
You know, like I've been a believer now for years, but I still want to be hungry and to know in deeper levels of what Jesus did for me. And so I pray that you would take what you're hearing now into your secret place and ask the Lord, God, give me a greater revelation of how much you love me. Give me a, a greater revelation of what you did for me, of what it means to be set apart. Right, Jesus, Jesus says in the Old Testament, he calls his people, the Israelites, you are my treasured ones. I have called you to be set apart. And I talked about this in the previous podcast, but I was mentioning when you treasure something, you want it clean, right? You want it clean, nicely put, secure. Jesus sees us as that. He sees us as his own, his treasured. And that's why he sent Jesus to wash us clean with the blood. So let us delight in what Jesus has done. Let us delight in his word because his word is Jesus himself. And we know that Jesus is spotless and pure. And so I pray that this message has blessed you and I would love to pray for you. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in. Lord, I pray, God, that you would just remind every single listener, God, of how special they are, God, that they are your special possession. And Lord, you loved us so much that you gave us your son, Jesus, to die on the cross, to wash us clean so that we could live set apart, so that we could share your goodness and walk in the light, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give this revelation to every person here, God. Lord, we just rebuke any shame or condemnation for those who maybe have you know, slipped up into, into, in particular, lust, God. But I thank you, Lord, that you forgive us, God, that you say that when we confess our sins and we turn away, God, that you are just, Lord, and faithful to wash us clean. According to your word in First John, God, you say that you are faithful and just to wash us clean. So, Lord, we rebuke any condemnation or shame. But I thank you, God, that we get to carry this conviction of purity and walk according to your ways. Because, Lord, what you have for us is, is beautiful, God. And everything of the darkness is only meant to make us more, more depressed, more dry, more weary. So let us no longer tolerate darkness. I feel like some of you who are listening have just tolerated even like the wrong, just wrong people that you're talking to. Like you're, you're playing with fire and understand that that's, you're only leading yourself to get hurt, right? Turn away from those things. Turn away and know that what God has in store for you is good. Even though in the moment, yes, it's hard to see it or it's hard to do, but just understand that God has what's best for you. And whatever is not of God has to be cut off completely. So I pray, Lord, whoever is listening who is not walking complete obedience, Lord, that they will completely cut off whatever they need to cut off in their lives, God. Whether it's talking to people, whether it's looking at certain social media sites or needing to unfollow certain people, whatever it looks like in their lives, God, make it so clear to them, Lord. I pray, God, that every single day we would make the choice to crucify our flesh and that we would walk by the Spirit, Lord, that we would bear the fruit of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Lord, and self-control. I thank you, God, that we can speak life over us, ourselves and declare victory over every area of temptation and over every area of our lives, God. So we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you guys have been blessed by this. Like I said, don't forget to really pray and ask God for that greater revelation. And if you're listening and you're that person that I talked about in prayer, where you are having partial obedience, which is disobedience to God, you need to get your life right, right? Because you know that partial obedience is only disobedience and that's only gonna take you away from God's plans for you. And so uh, I really am praying for you. And if you guys have any prayer requests, 
Um, feel free to also email us at info at livingrevelations.com. If you have been blessed by this podcast or our previous podcast, please also consider partnering with our ministry or even giving a one-time donation. Every amount counts to help us to continue to disciple others, to spread the good news of Jesus all around the world. And so you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. So I'll talk to you guys next time. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.